I am Jimbo Paris, and you are listening to the Jimbo Paris Show. All right, how's it going, everyone? This is Jimbo Paris. Welcome back to the Jimbo Paris Show. And today we have Brandon Labowitz, owner of SEO Optimizers. Let's see what he has to say. Hey, how's it going? How's it going? Doing well. Thanks for having me on. Can you tell me a bit about what you specifically do? I do search engine optimization. I'll help people get more traffic to their website using digital marketing so people could find you online. So usually try to tap into that free traffic from Google by getting you ranked on Google using search engine optimization. And what's sort of the history of your career? How long have you kind of um, been doing this? And why did you start doing it? I've been doing it since 2007 and just kind of fell into it. Wasn't planning on it, but got my degree in business marketing. And the first job I got out of school was helping a company doing their digital marketing. And after working there for a few months, just realized everyone's probably going to have a website in the future. And there's a lot of different ways to get traffic, but SEO is just a way to get free traffic and just focused on that ever since. And that was back in 2007. So what is SEO? SEO is search engine optimization, which means optimizing websites for the search engines. It really means just ranking on Google primarily, that's the main search engine. So when you search on Google, there's ads at the top. Those are all paid ads, but right below the ads are the organic, the free listings. And SEO is getting you in those free listings. Okay, okay. And you have you have um, keywords that you can choose from, right? So how do you sort of choose those specific keywords? Well, you wanna spy on the competitors, see what they're using. And there's a bunch of different ways to look at the competitors. Like I can see everything you're doing, you can see everything I'm doing. So basically looking in the coding at the competitors' websites, I can see all the keywords that they're putting in there, but also there's tools such as like a Google Keyword Planner. It's a free tool where you put a, a keyword in there and it'll give you hundreds of variations of synonyms, plurals, singular versions, and it'll show you how many people search for that keyword every single month. So you can figure out, is this a good keyword or is this a bad keyword? But Got to start off with keyword research. It is one of the most important starting points. Speaking of starting points, what do you think is one of the most important things to focus on when it comes to SEO? Probably having good content on your website, making sure every page has content, meaning text, not images or videos, but text. Google can't really read images or videos yet. They're getting better at it, but they rely heavily on text. The more text you have, the easier it is for them to read, understand, and rank you for the correct keywords. So content is so very important. And this needs to be on every page on your website, not just the home page, but every page that you want to rank needs a couple hundred words of content on each page to really help Google understand what keywords you're targeting. You know, I was sort of analyzing the way you look at things and communicate with me too. And you seem like a very uh, technical guy. You seem to be someone who enjoys, you know, sort of those small details and really getting things down perfectly. Where do you think that disposition came from, if I'm even correct? Um, no, just always want to make sure things are done right, because otherwise you're going to have to backtrack, and I'd rather just get things done the first time versus after going in and re-editing and changing things up. But there are a lot of details. There's like over a couple hundred ranking factors that go into Google's algorithm. So, but some are more important than others. It's like a puzzle. You want to put all the pieces together, but some pieces are much bigger than others. Like the content is a very big, important piece of Google's algorithm. There is an interesting point there. What do you mean by it's like a puzzle? Well, there's a bunch of different pieces. 
So imagine if you have a puzzle and there might be 500 pieces to that puzzle, maybe one piece might be a little bit bigger than other pieces and you want to put them all together to make it all work. But some are going to be having a bigger impact. So the bigger pieces mm -hmm. would be like content. It's a big piece. Backlinks are a big part of the algorithm. Then there's all these little tiny pieces all over the place that help out, but don't have as much of an impact. How did it feel when you had your first ever client? It was pretty nice to get a client. It was a good feeling because it's tough, especially back in 2007. Nobody really knew what SEO is or understood the value of it. So it was really, really tough to get people to want to do SEO. Nowadays, everyone seems to realize I need to be online. Otherwise, my competitors are going to be in that traffic. But it was definitely nice to be able to finally get a competitor or get a client and see that the freelance life could potentially be something I could take on as a full-time career. So you were pretty certain you could deliver with that first ever client. You didn't feel any imposter syndrome, none of that. I mean, it was new. So I wasn't too in-depth with SEO. I was only working maybe for like a year or a little bit less than a year, but I knew what was working, what wasn't working, but who knows what was going to happen in the future. That was the unknown where it's like, all right, is this still going to work? Because I don't know how Google works or I don't know how Google is going to change in the future, which they change pretty much every single day they're out with them. But yeah, it was a little scary at first, but after a while, it wasn't that scary because I saw that I was getting results and getting traction in the growth that they were looking for. And speaking of clients, you know, what was the most notable client you had? Probably working with like Fortune 500 companies, maybe like working with like big casinos or big manufacturing companies or they just create general products and ship it out everywhere, but working with like Fortune 500 or Fortune 100 companies, privacy policies, but worked with a bunch of big corporations like that. And it's kind of interesting seeing behind the scenes what's really going on and how they're spending their money, what's working, what's not working, and looking at all the data because they're getting tens of thousands of visitors to the website every single day, sometimes hundreds of thousands. You think working with these types of um, clients sort of puts you on a higher level than some of the other SEO optimizers that may just be helping out a random small business? A little bit, but for SEO, it's always the same strategies. It's just mm -hmm. changing the keywords from one website to another. So if I'm working with a mechanic, I'll focus on mechanic-related keywords. If I'm helping a doctor, I'll focus on health-related keywords. But for the most part, the SEO strategies are the same. It's just making sure you do things the way that Google wants. Same with the backlinks, building the right type of backlinks that are relevant and authoritative to that specific industry. What makes you different from other SEO optimizers? What puts you on that level above some of those other optimizers? So with SEO, it's all about backlinks, getting mm -hmm. other websites to talk about you. The more websites that talk about you, the more trust Google's going to give to you. And then they look at the keywords on your website to figure out what to rank you for. But it doesn't work the other way around. Without backlinks, it's pretty much impossible to rank on Google. Google's little algorithm started based off backlinks, still heavily based on backlinks to this day. It's changed a lot how they look at them, but still Google wants to see other websites talking about you. So like if you're reading an article in the LA Times and it says Brandon Leibowitz and you click on that and it goes to my website, I got a backlink from the LA Times. So with Google, the whole algorithm first started with backlinks and making sure you build good quality backlinks. Because if you build the wrong type of backlinks, instead of ranking higher, you actually drop down in rankings. And a lot of companies don't really build backlinks or build low quality backlinks or spammy ones, which will work temporarily. But once Google sees that you're building these low quality backlinks, they're going to drop you or a competitor. It's going to let Google know they're going to drop you down in rankings. And worst case scenario, they'll kick you off Google permanently, which I haven't really seen that happen too often. But 
It's all about making sure you do the right things. Because if you do the wrong things, you're negatively going to be impacted by Google. So that's a big part is making sure that I build quality backlinks to my client's website because without that, it's pretty much impossible or it's not going to be able to rank those websites. Can you maybe elaborate on how you maybe work with or build some of these backlinks? I'm pretty confident too many people are not going to be able to perfectly replicate what you're doing here. It's all about quality, not quantity. Mm. So in the past, if I had 100 backlinks and you had 200 backlinks, you would rank higher than me. But now it's not the number of backlinks. It's the number of quality sites. And a quality site is a site that's related to you and authoritative. So relevancy is really important. And there's a lot of different ways to get those backlinks. The easiest is finding competitors. Just like I could see your keywords. I could also see your backlinks using different tools, such as Ahrefs or Moz or SEMrush. You have to pay for these tools, but I could throw any website in there and see every single backlink they have. And then one by one, look at their backlinks, see which ones are relevant, authoritative, and try to reach out to those sites. Maybe they wrote an article, they did a press release, they did a blog, maybe they did a sponsored event, or there's a million different ways they could get those backlinks. It's all about just spying on the competitors because the competitors, whoever's on that first page of Google, that's your competition. And looking at those backlinks, it's gonna let you know what they did to get to that level. And if you replicate and incorporate the right type of backlinks, you'll be able to move up as well. You know, as an SEO optimizer, what's your opinion or take on, um social media and is it really you know the best thing for business as a whole social media is just a way to put a face behind the company build trust but if you're looking to get new clients social is probably not the place to go well it just depends on your business if you're like let's go back to like a doctor or a lawyer or a dentist or an seo company probably not going to be looking for me on facebook or instagram i mean maybe you might look for a dentist on instagram but i doubt it most people are probably going to go on google Search on Google or Yelp, find you, then check you on social to make sure that you're a real business, that you have reviews, status updates, that you have all the things that show that you're a real, legitimate, credible business. So social, it's more to put a face behind the company, but it works. Sometimes like if you have physical products that could go viral, that works really well. Or if you have a new product that no one's really searching for, then you can't really do SEO because if no one's searching for your product or service. You got to build that awareness and social is a great way to build awareness, but Usually people are probably gonna go on Google first, but it just depends. You gotta take a step back and think about if you're looking for your product or service, where would you go? And that's where you need to be. You don't need to be everywhere. You just need to be in front of your audience at the right moment. Now you just mentioned some golden piece of advice right there. You know, you just need to be where your audience is. You don't need to be everywhere, you know, and how did that personally, you know, impact your business career? Well, it made things easier because instead of having to be on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, LinkedIn, it's picking and choosing where is my audience. Social could be a big waste of time if you're trying to post on all these different platforms every single day to keep it updated. But once I figured out, got to be in front of your audience, that's where I was really able to hone in and focus more on Google for myself, I'm trying to rank on Google and Yelp for myself. But just depends. Every industry is going to be slightly different. But for mine, I know Google and Yelp bring in the majority of traffic, but people still search for me and about like check me out on YouTube and all these other platforms. So Having some presence there helps out, but not focusing too much and just really focusing heavily on where my audience is. Can you kind of go more into SEO optimizers a bit? What was sort of the the motivation behind SEO optimizers? Because obviously you must have seen some type of value in the market. You don't look like a person that would just jump into SEO optimizers without some level of high research or confidence that it would work. 
once I got that first job back in 2007, I was at the entrepreneurial spirit and realized I could get freelance clients while working full time. And that's really what piqued my interest is being able to work and also build up my own business at the same time without any conflict of interest or double dipping or anything like that. And yeah, that was the main thing that really got me interested in it. And then helping businesses, helping watching businesses grow and succeed and get them to that next level. It's always a great feeling. With the world becoming more digitized and growing, of course, what is the future of SEO? Well, the future of SEO is interesting. We'll have to see. Ever since I first got into SEO, everyone said SEO is dead. SEO is dying out. This is back in 2007. So as long as there's search engines, people are searching. SEO is not going to disappear or go anywhere. But who knows what's going to happen in the future if search engines are gone or if we're in the metaverse or somewhere else. There's no searching, then it's going to be slightly different. But for the time being, as long as there's search engines, and there probably will be search engines in the future, they're just going to be different than what we know of right now. But there's always ways to optimize and try to get to the top of those platforms. Like I could optimize for Yelp, I could optimize for Amazon, rank you on YouTube. It's not just ranking you on Google. It's just anywhere that you could search, there's an algorithm. And just trying to tap into that and figure out how it works and trying to get you that visibility and get you that exposure. But the time being, just you know, keep building it up company and trying to grow it as much as I can. Excellent. And, you know, you kind of talked about this a lot before, but maybe just to elaborate a bit more, you know, what should, you know, a startup do in general to have the best online presence? You you mentioned backlinks before you mentioned, um, you know, going to where your audience is, but kind of maybe just to go into it completely now, what do you think? The best is having good content on your website and having a strong backlink profile are what's going to help you if you're looking to rank organically and get that free traffic from Google. Those are two more important things. There's a lot of other variables that go into it, but if you focus on those two things, you'll definitely see some traction and see yourself moving up those rankings. You can focus on a lot of the other things. They're not going to have that big of an impact, but content and backlinks are so very important. What's the problem that most people in digital marketing make? What do you think that issue is? Trying to be everywhere, Mm. but you have to be in front of your audience. A lot of people have to think they need to be everywhere, which is not necessarily true. I mean, it's good to have a presence everywhere, claim your username on all the different platforms so no one can steal or kind of hoard your name and make you pay for it in the future, but being active, on the platforms where your audience is, is number one. And a lot of people just try to be everywhere or don't know where to be and jump on like Facebook when Facebook is not necessarily the best place to find leads if you're like a dentist or a lawyer or something like that. So just trying to get people or get businesses in the right places so people can find them. When it comes to sort of key pieces of uh, advice you would give to other SEO optimizers, what would that be? Or even just regular entrepreneurs? Just be patient with SEO. It takes time. It's not immediate, unfortunately. So if you want that quick visibility and growth, you can run paid ads. But SEO is a long-term strategy where you're building it up, building it up, building it up. It's not just immediately going to get you that traction. You have to put the time in, and eventually you'll start moving up. But a lot of people kind of get discouraged, give up right away when they don't see that traction. But you got to keep pushing it and growing it, and you'll see over time. It'll start slowly growing. It's not just immediate. I mean, sometimes you might go viral and explode, but most of the times it's that slow growth. But as long as you keep working at it, you'll see that growth and traction keep coming in. This has been an excellent interview. And 
just before we end off this interview, I have a few more questions here to ask you. You know, just a concluding thing here. Well, this is this is the first concluding question. Um, how do you think businesses as a whole can improve their SEO optimizing skills now, even though they don't have maybe 14 years of experience like you do? Um, they could just read up, learn, watch podcasts, listen to podcasts, watch YouTube videos, read articles, read blog posts, and implement. Don't just read because most people never take the next step and actually implement the strategies that they learn. Most people just read and read and read, which I was guilty of. Still up to this day where you just get sucked in, but you have to actually implement those strategies that people say. Don't just read it. Try them out. Are there any um, final words you'd like to kind of say to the audience? Um, I mean, if you're a business owner, get a mentor. Those really help out a lot. It's helped me grow over the years is getting mentorship from other people and learning from what's worked for them, what hasn't worked for them. And that's helped tremendously. And I always recommend that all business owners get a mentor because it's going to help you save a lot of time, a lot of headaches, and probably save you a lot of money on strategies that aren't really going to pay off in the long run. But there's a lot of places to get mentors. It's just finding a mentor that's good for you. It's going to really help out and take your business to the next level. Well, thank you again. Really appreciated this interview. Thanks for having me on today. All right. So just to kind of end this off, everyone, just a few shout outs here. LifeWork Systems. This is our affiliate and collaborative partner. And she's basically an HR superstar working in large businesses to improve their HR infrastructure and overall improve the business as a whole. Now, next thing we have to talk about is if you could look to the upper right corner, we have a YouTube channel. Subscribe to us now. And we also have a Roku channel as well. This will be on Roku TV as well as our other episodes as well. Okay. So, again, I'm Jimbo Paris. This is the Jimbo Paris Show. Thank you for listening to the Jimbo Paris Show. 